Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Should you be focused on paying off debt or buying assets? Or better yet, when should you focus on paying off debt? Let's hear from the three amigos. We have three different ideas about this. Let me know which one you agree with. Thanks and bye-bye. Yes. So round one actually came, I wasn't sure if it was from my group or the FI group, might've been the FI group, basically saying, when do you start paying off debt? So we'll tee up the question, but then we'll answer it in our own unique ways. I believe this individual was in their, you know, let's say 60, right? So they're past 50. Uh, They're like, hey, should I keep growing or should I be focused on debt? Actually, you know what? I think they were 55 because they said they'd work another 10 years. Should I keep growing, pay off debt, all of that stuff? So what do you guys think about paying off debt? Are you like Dave Ramsey? You just buy one and then you focus on paying it off. Then you buy another one and then pay it off. And you have like two or three or what are you guys thinking? So we'll go to Dion first. So there's different versions of when to focus on paying off debt or investing. And for me, when I'm starting out and I don't have that portfolio yet, and I'm looking at the first couple of rentals, I took all debt over 6%. Mm-hmm. And focus on paying that off and get rid of, getting rid of any kind of credit card debt or anything that had a high interest rate. So was that before you had one? That was like at step zero? That was before. It was during the two years where I was saving up the down payment for the first one. I was focusing on anything with a high interest rate. Okay. And you, and, you de- and you deemed high at 6%. I did. And, it, okay. and I, my math might have been off. I was thinking I can get about a 10% return on an investment property, which I hadn't done yet, but that was my goal. <laughs> sure. And I thought after... Uh, taxes that a guaranteed 6% return on something that I pay off myself okay. um, was just as good as investing. Okay. And so I, I, when this was what, like 2010, 12, something like that? Yep. Pretty much 2010 to 12. Okay. Uh, did you have any debt below 6%? I had a bunch below 6%. Oh, really? All right. This was all the debt I didn't know that existed until <laughs> It was a gift. It was a and gift. And I was calling. There was one that was a dentist's office that was literally at 0%, but they wanted their seven grand no matter what. They wouldn't budge. Okay. Uh, there was a, in a, an, this is fun to mention. Apparently, we rented an apartment that I didn't oh. know about. Oh, that's, that's good. And that's we owed them some money. For two years. Wow. So not a they good. They wouldn't budge either. But all the credit card companies, they... Uh, lower, they took like a 20 to 30% amount of the total debt. Okay. And most of them adjusted the rate. Okay. Some of the rates were 19%. They dropped them to, I think they were like eight. So they were still the ones I focused on. Okay. All right. That's sorry. You had to go through that, but that's you know part of the story. So, all right. So you got rid of everything above six. You can still add some below that. Uh, and then, so once the seven, eight, nines are gone, then you bought an investment property. Then I, fo- then I got a house hack. Okay. Got it. And added to my savings rate. Got it. Okay. All right. How about you, Matt? What was going on in your world? Um, so I had a decent job. I was living at home because um, oh. I was only, I, no, I was actually living at a buddy of mine's place. I was paying 250 bucks a month. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you, yeah. You, you were at your first house act. You were the, yeah, the house I was, act. I was, 
yeah, I was 21 or yeah, 21, 2021. So I was living with a friend. Um, and then it was really just about saving up the down payment. And so I didn't really have a lot of debt. Right. I, yeah. You know, because I was so young. Well, let's and fast forward to today. To let's yeah. fast forward to today. We'll go yeah. back to you, Matt. Yeah. Um, so the last year, have you been adding debt or paying off debt? Uh, adding. Yeah. Right. And not yeah. only have you been adding Seven but, figures at a time, <laughs> not only, but this, this is, this is important, right? Not yeah. only did you add new units, which came with new debt, mm-hmm. you went back to old units and added mm-hmm. debt there. Right. Gimme, 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 gimme. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause you were still, you were clearly in the growth mode. Yep. Right. Yep. And I you're, look, and you're close I, to financially free. You, you, in theory, you could do it today. Yeah. I could have done it a few years ago, but yeah, today. Yeah. yeah for sure. But I think just go um, adding. Yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. Yeah. I I'm looking forward to the day when I'm, you know, 65, whatever it is, 60, 65. And I can literally just hand my son a bill for like tens, you know, $10 million and say, here's your, now the debt's yours, son. Here yeah. You go. Good luck. <laughs> dad's gone. Dad's going to, uh, dad's going to Europe. Yeah. P.S. No, that's not all you're going to owe. I'm going to sell our finance the rest. But yeah, I mean, this exercise this year was, so I think people are starting to see the writing on the walls, Mm -hmm. right? And so you and I acted a year ago and we started moving everything. We were like, we know where this number fits in the history of time of lending. We know that this is ridiculous. These are all time lows. Mm -hmm. It is time to move secure debt, secure long-term debt at a fixed Mm -hmm. rate. And so everything that you and I did was on purpose, on purpose was move everything into fixed rate debt as much as we possibly could or prep a property. So we could move it to fixed rate debt and also in certain circumstances, sell properties because the market has never been this strong. Exactly. Exactly. So all of those things occurred, but all of that was on purpose. And we thankfully Yesterday, we were just approved on the final nine non-commercial properties I own getting moved to fixed rate debt. And we got 30-year fixed, 4% debt. Get that get that rate lock. Oh, we're rate locked. Oh, we're Uh, rate locked, baby. There you go. So now so that's and that's nine, that's nine buildings. That's awesome. Nine more. Cash out or just rate and term? Oh, cash out. Oh, of course. Back that truck up. What am I thinking? Yeah. What am I thinking? Back that truck so again, up. once again, adding debt and adding units. Absolutely. So you can go shopping. How about you, Dion? Have you been adding debt? I know you had uh, something paid off. So <clears throat> there, there, there are three phases to it. Yep. In the beginning, do you pay off debt or invest? In, in your growth phase, you're, you're adding debt. And then at some point, age becomes a factor and people do that. You know, I'm 80, I'm going to sell everything off mm-hmm. and, and not create any more debt. I'm in the growth phase, but I do it differently than you guys do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still in the 10 mortgages or less in my own name. Mm-hmm. And when I first started investing, lenders would let you go up to four mortgages and, and then you had to go commercial. So I got to four, focused and paid one off. And then I was going to do the rinse and repeat. Yep, then rates sense. dropped and it didn't make sense to do that. So it doesn't make sense to do that now. So now I'm going up to 10 mortgages. I have six and mm-hmm. I'll be adding some more. But the, the question will come up when I get to 10, depending on where rates are. Exactly. If I if they're if they're above five or six percent, I might just pay them off and rinse and okay. repeat. Okay. If they're still low, three or four, however many years it takes me to get to 10 mortgages, then I might look at commercial, but look for 30-year fixed rate commercial. Yeah. 
Yeah. So where rates are will depend on that and my age. I'm not sure at what point, because this was the question I think in the group, as you are aging yourself, mm-hmm. when do you stop adding? And I don't know that that's going to happen because of the tax benefits mm-hmm. of always be adding units because you get to th- so much new new depreciation and new write-offs with a purchase. Mm-hmm. So it might there might come a time where I back off more with property management yeah, and, and be less involved in the day-to-day. That's a lovely time. Let me just tell you that right now. <laughs> that doesn't suck. No, it, it doesn't. And last night when I went to swap out a faucet yeah. and the water thing broke in the wall <laughs> i was thinking man i should have a property manager to deal with yeah. this stuff. <laughs> uh so let me round up kind of my story because so the story starts in the beginning similar to matt i didn't have a lot of debt because again my real estate journey doesn't start till 30 so i paid off i had student loans but i spent i think it was about five years just everything i got i had two jobs to pay off my student loans right i had my day job to feed my family and I worked a second job solely to pay off my student debt because I didn't want to carry that going forward. It was, it was a big number. So that's where that went. Uh, start my journey at 30, no real debt to speak of other than a house. Um, and then, so I, I was in growth mode, kind of like you said, right? It's, it's actually in my book, One Rental at a Time, right? It was in growth mode. In the beginning, it was 80%, then 90 tens, then cash out refis, then 31s. I get to be 45, so 15 years in, I suddenly retire when I didn't plan to. Uh, I actually spent, I don't know, probably six, it might've been nine months, maybe 12, purposely paying off about a dozen houses. Because I'm, I'm, this was like four years ago, right before this last run-up. I just remember getting done, you know, starting to check myself. And, and as I'm writing the book, remembering the 08 crash, I'm like, that, that kind of hurt a lot of people. So I, I purposely created what I called my oh shit pile. And I'm sorry to swear, but that's what I called it. Um, so I had 12 houses, I think might've been 13 free and clear on purpose. That was like tucked to the side. It's like the world ends. Nobody can touch these 12 and I could probably live okay, right? I wouldn't have to go back to work on if I just had those 12. Um, then we go through this kind of run up, then rates go down to nothing. I refi a bunch of apartments. I sell some apartments. Uh, I add more residential. I refi a bunch of stuff. Then I look at the 12 going, that's a lot of equity over there. <laughs> Can I really go get equity at 3.99? Really was, that was dead money. That was dead money. That was dead money. It was doing nothing for you. It was dead money. So I went and I got, uh, I think seven of them now are laddered up to, and it's not even that bad. I only went to 50% LTV because I gave me the best rates. I, you know, I didn't need the extra 10. So yeah, that's that's kind of what I did. And now I'm going to go shopping. If if I don't find anything in two or three years, I will just cut a check and pay those off again. So it's not like I'm going to go buy a stupid boat or anything like that. It's all real estate related. But yeah, I think, I think in general, you have a growth mode. And I don't know that that's age dependent. I think when you retire, I generally recommend, or again, I would say you might want to take a few assets and create that, that oh shit pile. I think that's wise advice because you just never know. Worst case, it's an ATM if you ever need it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Even if it's not an oh shit pile, but hey, you need a hundred grand all of a sudden, the easiest thing to do is go to a house that's free and clear and go get that money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's probably something I'd think about. But yeah, if you had 10 years left to go and you only had four, uh, it would be a mistake to pay off debt, especially if the debt's at 4%, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's going to instantly put you on a box where you're also paying more taxes. Yeah. And you're, <clears throat> you're going to miss out on growth or opportunities, yeah. right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is you look at it and it's like, 
I feel like the safe number for me, based on all the math that I've done in my portfolio is 70% loan to value. So we are really about 70% loan to value. And that's what we're going to do in this next nine that we're Mm -hmm. refinancing that we got approved on yesterday is we're going to approve. We're going to do nine of those. We're going to refi those. My expectation is it will create another seven figure plus liquidity event. Nice. And then I've got, you know, some money for a rainy day or a rainy uh, economy. <laughs> a I rainy Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> Lamborghini is cut. The Lamborghini house is coming. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just letting you guys know it's coming. It's in the works now. Fair enough. So <laughs> um, <laughs> it doesn't make sense to pay off debt where the interest rate is at or below inflation. No, don't ever do that. Right. right. So that's the other thing to kind of add to that question of when do you want to pay off this debt? If you have 30 year fixed rate debt, that's at three or 4%. I don't know that it ever makes sense to pay that off, to focus on it and pay it off. No, I mean, cause even if you, even <clears throat> if the fed gets back to their two, two and a half and you're in your, if you're thir- that's why I spent the last nine months getting all my debt at about 4%, all of it, all of it. I'm like, I'm good to go. Go ahead. Crash real estate crash. I'm good. Right. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, that's, that's the reason I like the three amigos is we're all doing this every day. We're not just yes. talking nonsense uh, in our mom's basement or looking at graphs. We're not just talking about stimulus or stocks or stuff. We're just, this is what we do every day, right? We look at our market, we put deals together. And do you know how boring it is to have all three of my markets right now have four multi-units available? To take you like seven, eight seconds to look at them and just- I'm like, oh, nope, still there. Still there. <laughs> Did nothing changed. Like literally the only thing that's in it for me is I'm watching the ticker count up on the days on market. Yeah. Well, that's the doms. That's 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 how the real estate slowdown starts, right? Listing age days on market. Well, and these have just been there for like forever. And one agent who's a dominant agent in this area for multifamily stuff. It's because he knows how to perfectly price them where it's literally like you have to be doing your numbers and to get into one of his properties because you're like, it's a little it's like it's not a it's, it's like it, his deals like are average deals yeah he's well, that's never what he, he's, sold anything that wasn't an average deal well that's that's kind of his job right that's exactly kind of, he yeah. represents yeah. the seller so good yeah. for him so Absolutely. i guess we'll close this conversation with one question dion will go to you first when do you pay off debt when it for me it's an interest rate much higher than inflation so six percent or higher and I think really that's it. Okay. If the tenants are going to pay off the debt, to me, it never makes sense to pay extra. Uh, so I think I'm deciding that when I get to 10, I'm probably going to be looking for 30-year fixed rate commercial. There you go. I think that's wise. How about you, Matt? When do you pay, when do you pay off a couple at least? What, I, let's ask that question. Do you ever pay off three or four and just go, no? Just nope. no? Okay. Nope. You know why? Because I want the bank as my partner in those. Very it's good. That simple. It's I like hedge. it. It's also a hedge. You know, it, it's um, if somebody wants to try and sue my pants off, mm-hmm. I've got insurance, but I've also got the bank who's a majority owner of my properties. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, that's a very good point. That I, That's a very, very good point. 